Amen. Somebody just raise your hands to the Lord and say thank you. So raise your hands to the Lord. Just tell him thank you. Hallelujah. Well, thank God so much for this wonderful, wonderful service this morning. I want you to know that God is here and He wants to do you good. Hallelujah. Welcome back, all our brethren. Some people travel. We've not seen them for a while. We are all welcome back to Jesus' name. We want to congratulate our brethren who matriculated last weekend. We say congratulations. The Lord who brought you here will keep you, will preserve you, we will do that for which God called you here. We will accept. We will head and not fail. We will above and not beneath. Because the spirit of excellence is upon you. We will do well. We will finish well. In the name of Jesus. Say your Bible to me to the book of First Samuel, chapter 30. First Samuel, chapter 30. I read from verse 1. I read it from the King James Verse. And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day, that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire. Now, taking the women captives that were therein, the stream of any, either great or small, they carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city. Behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captive. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until. They had no more power to weep. And David's two wives were taken captive, and he won the Jezreelites, and Peter, the wife of Hannah, David was greatly distressed for the people's sake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was weak, every man for his son and for his daughter. But David encouraged himself in the Lord himself. And David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abiathar brought hither the ephod to David. David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I proceed after this trip? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, for see, for thou shalt surely overtake them, 
and without fail recover all. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. Hallelujah. Somebody say, Amen. And so David went, he and the 600 men that were with him, he came to the brook Bissa, where those that were left behind stayed. But David pursued, he and 400 men, for 200 above behind, which were so faint that they could not go over the brook Bissa. And they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David. And he gave him bread and he did eat. And they made him drink water. They gave him a piece of a cake of meat and two cloths of raisins. When he had eaten, his spirit came again to him. For he had eaten no bread nor drunk any water for three days and three nights. And David said unto him, to whom belongest thou? And whence art thou? And he said, I am a young man of Egypt, servant to an Amalekite. My master left me because three days ago I fell sick. He made an invasion upon the south of the territories and upon the coast which belongeth to Judah, upon the south of Caleb, and we burned with the fire. Then he said to him, Can thou bring me down to this company? And he said, Swear unto me thy God, that thou will neither kill me nor deliver me into the hands of my master, and I will bring thee down to the company. When he had brought him down, rose, they were spread abroad upon all the earth, eating and drinking and dancing, because of all the great spoil. And they had taken out of the land of the Philistines, out of the land of Judah. And David smote them from the twilight even unto the evening of the next day. They escaped not a man of them. They four hundred young men, each rode upon camels and fled. And David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away. And David pursued his two wives, and there was nothing lacking to them, neither small nor great, neither son nor daughter, neither spoil, nor anything that they had taken to them, David recovered all. I said, David recovered all. Can you remove David and put your name there and say, Uwama recovered all? I'm not hearing from your talking. I said, can you say it by faith? Say it with conviction. Grandma recovered all. Say it again. You keep saying it again. Your spirit receives it. And it becomes real. You recovered all. That is the end of the story. You recovered all. 
I say you recovered all. Tell someone you recovered all. Tell yourself, I recovered all. I recovered all. As we go to the end of the year 2020, you are recovering all. You shall recover all. You must recover all. Nothing shall be left behind. You will recover all. Somebody say amen. And David took all the flocks and the herds, which they dressed before those other cattle and said, This is David's boy. David came to the 200 men, which were so faint that they could not follow David, whom they had made also to abide at the big issue. They went forth to meet David and to meet the people that were with him. When David came near to the people, he saluted them. Then answered all the wicked men and all the men of Gideon, those that went with David and said, Because they went not with us, we will not give them aught of the spoil that we have recovered. Save to every man his wife and his children that they may lead them away and depart. Then said David, you shall not be saved, my brethren. With that which the Lord has given us, who has preserved us and delivered the company that came against us into our hands. For who will hearken unto you in this matter? But as his part is that goeth down to the battle, so shall his part be that tarried by the storm. They shall part alike. Hallelujah. And it was so from that day forward that he made it a statute and an ordinance for Israel until this day. The Lord bless the reading of his word to Jesus Christ. So the emphasis of our talk this morning, of the word of the Lord that is coming to us this morning, is found in verse 8. And David inquired, and the Lord said, Shall I proceed after this trip? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him. What was the answer? Let's say it together. For few, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. Again. For few, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail, recover all. I want you to prophesy that word for yourself. Say it to yourself. Call yourself by name, Grandma. For few, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail, recover all. Hallelujah to Jesus. This morning, to give you the word of the Lord that you shall recover all. You know, for some time now, so many things have been happening all over the world, even in our country, in our individual lives, in our environment, and some of the things 
are very distressing, making you to cry, making you to give up, making you to be discouraged. And sometimes it is like, are you really sure that God said this thing for you? How many of you identify with what God is saying this morning? How many of you have felt like that? Was it God that really told me those things? This morning, I have good news for you. I said, I have good news for you. Hallelujah. God said, I am the one that spoke to you. I am that I am. I do not lie. What I said before, I say again and again. The devil is a liar. I say the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. The Bible said, Romans chapter 3, let's say that. Romans chapter 3, let's say that. Romans 3, 3. What does it say? Romans 3, verses 3 and 4. For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? <laughs> what if some did not believe? Amplified verses 3. And were without faith. Does their lack of faith and their faithlessness nullify and make ineffective and void God for me. God for me. Everybody say God for me. He said, yeah, let God be true. But every man a liar. As it is written, that thou mightest be justified in thy sake, and mightest overcome when thou art judged. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes when God speaks a word to you, you hear the word of God, you are believing God. You are waiting for the manifestation of the word of God. The enemy brings an attack. He brings warfare. He tries to contradict the word of God. He begins to tell you that that thing you heard was it really God. Are you sure it was really God that said? Or maybe it was your heart that said it. And when you find yourself in that condition, you begin to waver. You begin to doubt the word of God. The enemy comes. He brings imagination. 
brings contrary appearances. That's why 2 Corinthians 5 7 says, For we walk not by faith, we walk not by sight, but by faith. We walk not by sight, but by faith. Faith. Hebrews 11 says, is what? The substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Faith is the sixth sense. Is the evidence of the things that are not perceived by your five physical senses. God spoke to you. Imagine that you are going with some people and God told you something and you told the people this is where God said we are going. You are leading the people. This is what happened to David. David was a man after God's heart. David had a triple anointing. He was standing the office of a king, a priest, and a prophet. But at this time, there was a siege. The enemy had attacked the people. Now look at the situation. What did the people do? They wanted to stone him. They wanted to stone the man of God. There are sometimes some things happen to you. You feel like turning your pastor. How many of us? You say this pastor said, I don't even know whether God is hearing her prayer. I have good news for you. God is hearing my prayer. Hallelujah. You say, maybe pastor did pray well. What of you? Did you pray? What did God tell you? Was it David that caused the problem? Why did the people want to stone him? Okay, look at Moses and Aaron. In the children of Israel, any time there was a problem, they wanted to stone him. Because as a leader, the people are looking up to you. And they see you. This morning, I have good news for you. I say, I have good news for you. God said, pursue. Pursue. You will recover all. You will overtake. Ahead of the Lord, whether you believe it or not, because as I can, some people are not saying amen. That means they don't even believe it. They are so distressed, they are so tired, so discouraged that they have given up. You know, and that's the reason why you see some people they are following you, following you somewhere along the line. You stop coming to church. 
So what is the problem? This church says I'm tired. What are you tired of? Because they are looking for something. They have some expectations. And if they are coming to church, this thing will happen to them. And they have waited. The thing did not happen. Hello. God talking to someone this morning. God said, What if some people did not believe? Will their unbelief make God a liar? And then he answered the question in verse 4. Amplified says, By no means let God be found true, even though every human being is false and is a liar. God cannot lie. I said, God does not lie. He cannot lie. Come with me to Hebrews chapter 6. Let me show you something. Hebrews chapter 6. Thank you. Hebrews 6 13. Therefore, when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely, blessing, I will bless thee. Multiplying, I will multiply thee. And so after that, he had patiently endured. I want you to underline that in your Bible. After that word, he had patiently endured. Tell your neighbor, patiently endured. He received the promise. Abraham, to only get the promise, after that, he had patiently endured. The sixteen says, For men verily swear by the greater, and an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife. Wherein God, willing more abundantly to show unto the hands of promise, the immutability of his counsel. He confirmed it by an oath so that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie. You are not hearing I said so that by two immutable things which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope and that is what the Which hope we have as an anchor 
of the soul. For sure as that which entered into that within the veil. Somebody say within the veil. It is within the veil. God by two inevitable things. He swore an oath because he could not swear by anyone greater than himself. He swore by himself that he cannot lie. The only thing that is impossible for God to do is to lie. God does not lie. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should repent. Has he promised? Will he not bring it to pass? He is the strength of Israel. He will neither lie nor repent. Listen to me, church. If I tell you my own word, don't believe it. But if I tell you the word of Elohim, the word of God, you better believe it. Tell your neighbor, you better believe it. God spoke to us when we were entering 2020. How many of us remember? What did God tell us? At the end of 2019, he made promises. He told us that this year, 2020, is the year of abundant blessing. But God did not hide from us that there was going to be war. Did you remember? Many of us were there at the end of year two. God told us from Jeremiah 15 that the dogs the beast will eat up people. Has it not happened? We never knew how it was going to come. Did it come? The pandemic came. And every one of us were locked down. We could not even come to church for a long time. He spoke to us. Let's go back to that scripture. Jeremiah 15. You know, some of us, we have very short memories. God speaks to you today to know you have How will you even walk with you? Look at what God said in Jeremiah 15. Verse 1. Then the Lord said to me, Though Moses and Samuel stood before me, yet my mind could not be toward these people. Cast them out of my sight and let them go forth. He said, Verse 2. It shall come to pass that if they say to thee, Whither shall we go forth? Then thou shalt tell them, Thus saith the Lord, such as are for death, to death. Is it in your Bible? And such as are for the sword, to the sword. 
and such as are for the famine, for the famine, and such as are for the captivity, for the captivity. And I will appoint over them four kinds. Hello. Say the Lord, the sword to slay, the dogs to tear, the fowls of the heavens, and the beasts of the earth to devour and destroy. And I will cause them to be released into all the kingdoms of the earth because of Manasseh, the son of Hezekiah, king of Judah, the dust. Was that the word of God that came to us? Did it happen? Some ask for the death to death. Those for the soul to the soul. Those for the beast to tear apart. Those to tear apart. God said he would do it. And I remember when the pandemic started, some of my friends were calling me from all over the world. From Italy, from France, from UK, from United States. And they were asking me, what is happening? He said, be the end of the world. I said, no. Not yet the end. These are the things we can do. They opened the WhatsApp video and they will show me, they say, look. Look at the street. They were videoing the street. Nobody at the street. One of them called me from London. He said, this is the street of London. No single handle. He said, look at this house. You see these houses? All of them are gone. All the families, everybody died. Human beings were dying. And I began to pray. And I began to cry to the Lord. I said, Lord, what's going on? And he took me to the street and he showed me the earth. And he said, I have laid them in the valley. And I found them walking. God was sorting the earth. He said, Their liberty is too much. They have torn their back on me. Men thought they are in control. Now they think confused. Everybody. The scientists are arguing with the artists. The artists are, are arguing with the technologists. Technologists are arguing. Nobody can explain. Sometimes they say it's digital. Sometimes they say it's virus. Sometimes they say it's biological. Up to now, the argument has not been. The servant of God was a man who was a and then he told them at some point 
during the Passover. He said, by the Passover, he's going to start coming down. But he will not go down in the whole world. It will still remain in some places. Because up to now, they are not hearing them. They are still boasting against them. Then he said, there's going to be a second wave. And that that one will be more deadly. And I was crying, God, have mercy. It is the way, beloved. The Bible said in Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 8, you need to believe in the word of God and believe his prophet. When a word is a prophetic word, you need to take it seriously. The written word of God is as effectual as the spoken word of God. All of them is the word of the Lord. And now, do you know that London is still taking the The second wave is happening. Complete lockdown. They said by next year, month, next week, they are going to do a more severe lockdown. And even America are planning to begin to lock down again. And nobody, people are living their lives as usual. We are here thinking that yes, who are the Maganish? Is that not so? In fact, right now, some people are boasting in Nigeria. They say, no, that tool is not our own. As if we did anything by our own power. We don't know that it is the mercy of God that is helping us. Because God has looked at us. We don't even have any medical power. We don't even have any facilities. We have nothing. Those people that have good hospitals, all good materials, they are not able to cope. Not to talk of you that have nothing. Common aspirin you don't have. The aspirin they are giving you is not real aspirin. It's a mixture of talk. Where will you go? Don't you know that it is time to live your life for God? It is time to stop living your life carelessly. Oh. You know, the former strand, they said that former strand was for older people. It was not for the young. But the new one now is for young people. Have you heard it? So people are not listening to the news. Everybody is looking at me. You've not heard it. Who has heard it? That the new one is for young people. It's for babies. It is time to repent. It is time to stop living your life as if you have any power of your own. Eternity is real. If you have not yet learned one lesson, I want you to learn that eternity is real. All those people that were dying, do you think they are not human beings? 
There are human beings like you and I. And my question is, out of the number of persons, how many people went to heaven? Because you see, it's not the dying that is the thing. It is when they die, where did they go to? And I've been telling us in this church that that prayer they used to say, oh yeah, I'm a teacher. It's a useless prayer. May his soul rest in peace. May her soul rest in peace. If you like, pray it for 40 days with passion. It's not going to change anything. When somebody has left this physical body, he has faced eternity. Every other thing is already laid. If we will rest in peace, we will rest in peace. If qualified to rest in peace, you don't need to pray for it. Because God is with you. It's not qualified, it's not qualified. The demons will come and welcome the person and lead him to heaven. Eternity is very real. And stop deluding yourself living under an illusion. Imagine that no, it is for them. You need to be ready at all times. So the prophecy came to pass. But in the midst of this prophecy, God told us that there's going to be abundance of blessings. Anybody was there? Yes. So the enemy is doing everything to make us to forget that side. He told us there will be famine, there will be hunger. Did the hunger not happen? Hello? How much is your measure of rice? Please? How many of us are still eating rice? Is that no hunger? Rice has become gold in this country. We are talking about three meals a day. Some people can hardly afford one meal in a day. The famine is already here. Everything that he said will happen. I believe it. When are you going to return? When are you going to start living your life for God? Roman. Roman chapter 4. God has good news for us this morning. Romans 4 13. He said, For the promise that it should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. You know, when God tells us to turn them to righteousness, it means turn them to faith. Amen? Turn them to what? Faith. Verse 14. For each day which are of the Lord, he has, 
say is made void, and the promise made of non-effect. Because the law worketh wrath, for where no law is, there is no transgression. Verse 16. Therefore, it is of faith. Tell your neighbor it is of faith. If your neighbor is going to do great depression of high return. That it might be by grace. To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed. Remember when we started? I said some people are so distressed. They are so discouraged that they want to burn the past. Just like those people wanted to burn David. Verse 16. Not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. For as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. This was the word God gave to Abraham. Remember what happened to Abraham? Abraham has no child. Hello. And when God called him, how old was he? Abraham was 75 years old. How old was his wife, Sarah? Huh? 65. Now look at verse 17. God said to him, I have made thee a father of many nations. God did not say, I will make you. God speaks in the past perfect tense. It's a finished action. I have made thee. Please say, I will make thee. Please say, I am going to make thee. I have made thee. Why? He said, before him, whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead, and called those things which be not as though they were. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is a God that can quicken the dead. He is a God that calls those things that are not as though they were. God can call the invisible things to become visible. When God said, let there be light, there was light. Because the things that are visible are temporary. But the things that are invisible, they are eternal. The things that your eyes can see, they are temporary things. The ones you cannot see, they are eternal. Stop walking by sight. Stop looking at life by sight. Who did God tell you that you are? What did God tell you about yourself? Who do you see yourself to be? With God, 
all things are possible. And all things are possible to them that believe. All things are possible with him. But all things are possible unto you when you believe his word. What did God say about you? What did God tell us this year? God said this year is a year of abundant blessing. It's a year of abundant miracle. Even though there will be famine, even though there will be disasters, even though there will be calamity, God said it is still the year of abundant blessing. I can hear somebody say, Amen. But you know, when the troubles come, when the trials come, our eyes have a way of removing from the full word of God. We have a way of being beclouded by what our eyes can see. But what our ears can hear, we cannot see the whole picture. And I tell you, beloved, even me, for some time, I was distressed by certain things that were happening around me. But this morning, I said this morning, I said this morning, I heard the voice of the Lord. He said, pursue overtake, you will recover all. Everything I told you will happen in 2020. They will happen. I said they will happen. I said they will happen. The word of the Lord cannot fail. It will surely come to pass. Verse 18 of Romans chapter 4. Look at Abraham. He's our example. He's the father of faith. How did he handle it? He said he against hope. He believed in hope. <laughs> against hope. His belief was against hope. Everything looking contrary. Everything looking difficult. Everything looking impossible. It was against hope. Beloved, do you understand? Against hope. Faith is the evidence of things hoped for. So if there is no hope, how can you even have faith? There was even no hope for Abraham. There was no hope. I don't care. How your life has been. I don't care what is going on in your life. I don't care what is going on in your situation, in your circumstance. Abraham against hope. He believed in hope <laughs> that he will become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken. According to that which was spoken. Now, this morning, the question is Do you know what has been spoken concerning you? What is it that was spoken? Do you have any promise? 
Do you have any words you are standing on? Or you are just being blown about by every wind of doctrine? You are just in that boat. The boat is carrying you here and there. You don't know where it is taking you to. This morning, you can repent. You can give your life to Jesus. And you will have a hope. I say you have a hope. Christ in you is a hope of glory. When you repent, you give your life to Jesus, then you walk with him. You put your hands in his hands. You put your feet where he put his feet. You walk with him. He will take one step. You will take. He will take another step. You will take. You will not be on your own. I say you will not be on your own. Hallelujah to Jesus. Verse 19 said, He was not weak in faith. Being not weak in faith. Oh God, open the eye of somebody. Being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. <laughs> you have been to hospital. They have given you a report. And they said nothing can happen. He considered not his own body. Shall not be buried in the land. I began to speak that word. And as I began to speak it, the Holy Spirit gave me more scriptures. He said, you, are, you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers. You shall bring forth your fruit in due season. And your leaves shall not wither. What do you believe about yourself? What do you speak about yourself? What do you speak about your family? What do you speak about your children? It shall be unto you 
according to your faith. Listen to me, beloved. Abraham did not consider his own birth. He did not consider it. Many of you are living so much in the natural that you cannot see the hand of God. You cannot feel the presence of God. Because you are so much, you are too much in the physical. You are too much in the natural. Look at this scripture. Verse 20 says that Abraham staggered not. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. But he was strong with faith. Giving glory to God. He was strong with faith. Giving glory to God. And being fully persuaded that what God had promised, he was also able to keep, to perform. Do you believe that God is able to perform what he has promised? Or do you think that God is a weak God? That He says things He cannot do? So you are not believing in a human being. You are believing the Word of God. You are believing God. I have never told anyone to believe in me. I told you to believe the Word of God. When I say to you, this is where God said we are going. You need to believe it. You say you need to believe it. Because I will not tell you that God said something. Don't go. God said, 2020 is a year of abundant blessing. It doesn't matter the appearance. It doesn't matter what the look at. It doesn't matter what is happening. The word of the Lord must come to pass. Whether the devil likes it or not, listen to me, beloved. It does not depend on the devil. The devil does not have the final say over your life. He does not 